Thank you for joining us on Vagina Talks. I'm thrilled to have you here and I want to have you everywhere we are. So I want to invite you to come check out the Patreon. That is where you can support, become a member, join the virtual temple, get behind scenes, all the good stuff, support this podcast so that we can keep bringing you the medicine, the free flow, the real, 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 real talk. Would love to have you as part of the community over there. Consider yourself invited. Come on over. I'm Samantha Rise, and welcome to Vagina Talks, where we speak about, to, and from vaginas. This is a show of alchemy, where we turn poison into medicine, disconnection into wisdom, and isolated wounds into communal peacemaking. Here's your host, Sophia Wise One. You already know everything they can teach you. You already know everything they could say. We are here to remind you what you already, already, already know. I just want to take a minute to acknowledge that Vagina Talks understands that gender is fluid and dynamic and goes way beyond the binary of either woman or man, she or him, and that in fact it's a living and evolving thing that's actually personal, person to person, and that our bodies, even our understanding or the ways that we experience them can vary. It's important for me that that's something that has space here on Vagina Talks. And at the same time, I also am carrying this understanding that womanhood and the experience of the feminine and all of the female in the splitting of that binary has been injured, has been hurt, has been dismantled. And so I'm looking to have a space where the feminine and the female and the female body is reclaimed and respected and lifted and inspected and known, as well as a space that goes beyond the binary and that acknowledges that these are limited constructs mostly put upon us and that we're in the process of evolving into something more whole and more true. Just wanted to say that some of my guests will use incredibly binary language for whatever reason from the places that they come from. And I just wanted to let you know that Vagina Talks has a much wider understanding and it's a living one. So feel free to chime in as we go along. Without further ado, today's episode. Do you hear that? Ganapate Nama. Do you hear that? Ganapate Nama. Do you hear that? Ganapate Nama. The stampede of the elephant. Om Gam Ganapate Nama. Om Gam Ganapate Nama.
said, no more, no more, obstacles in our way, Nama. Om Ganapate Nama, Om Ganapate Nama, Om Ganapate Nama. The stampede of the elephant. Oh, hello, beloveds. We are here with a darling, just new found through the magics of the internet, sister friend, Lisa Love. He's here with me and She's already constructed a sacred space for us to join today. And I kind of dropped in to do my usual hello and greeting and introduce her. And what came pouring forth, as you heard, was the song that came to me many moons ago. A, a praise, a delight, a victory song for Ganesh, Ganesha, Ganapate. And my mother growing up, when I loved Ganesh in, in the stories that she would tell. And, my mother's a yoga teacher and, and she would tell me the stories. And one of the, my favorite ways that she talked about Ganesh was she would say, what do you do when a stampede of elephants comes your way? And the answer was get out of the way. And that is the power of Ganesh, the remover of obstacles. And we have a deer with us today. You're hearing her sacred breath with us. And I was going to kind of cut down her, her bio that she gave me, but you know, it felt so good to read. <laughs> I'm going to share it all with you all. It's a story and it felt good for me to read and, and to, to experience it. So I, I want to share that with you here. And as you can go ahead and say, hi, Lisa, as I'm talking about you kind of in that, mm. just say hello and then I'll read your story. Aloha, everyone. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Lisa serves as a certified master life coach, spiritual teacher, and energetic healer who empowers you to rise up into full evolutionary potential of your soul, knowing that that true transformation happens when we tend to the whole person. Lisa became professionally trained in many modalities. She is a master level transpersonal life coach, a meditation instructor, a nature-centered coach, shamanic healer, energetic healer, and certified wellness educator. Lisa has been a womb keeper of the 13th rite of the womb since 2013. She's a second-year initiate of the Deep Feminine Mysteries by way of her mystery school. Due to the positive shifts her clients were having, boom, getting us through, Lisa was asked to teach her coaching skills at the American School of Professional Life Coaching. So badass, they brought her in. Great ass. I'm reframing it. Great ass is birthing shit. Great ass is birthing shit. She got her guided meditations have been featured on the popular meditation app, Prana Heart. She has supported global visionaries as Lila June. That was our connection. Uh, Lisa and I's connection at Lila June. Someday, Lila yes, June. Yes. Not too distant future. We will have Lila June on Vagina Sex. She is dear internationally recognized public speaker and spiritual activists to potentize their message and fully give their gifts to the world. So Lisa connects with amazing beings and helps them bring it all the way through. Lisa believes that love is the medicine the world needs. Knowing that we are all healing beings within, she assists others to cultivate loving kindness towards themselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just, right, this is why I'm reading it because it's so good. 
Her heart-centered work supports individuals to shift away from the noise of the mind and surrender into the tranquil intuition of the soul. Lisa offers an integrated awaken. Nope, I skipped a line. Lisa offers an integrated approach that invites you to explore the fullness of your being and empowers you to awaken to soul level awareness. So I'm just go ahead and say this. Lisa and I invite you to explore the fullness of your being and empower yes. you to awaken to the soul level of your awareness. That's like yes. what's, hap- what's happening on the planet. It's what we're doing. It's what we're doing today with you. This process activates and stabilizes. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm going to say it again. This process activates and stabilizes the flourishing of your soul and produces a tangible yes. transformation in your world. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add in our world, the world, tangible transformation activates and stabilizes. Yeah. That's what happens when we surrender to the guidance of our soul. That is the truest. What brings Lisa the greatest joy is to be of service to those who are ready to walk down the path of personal evolution. She lends herself as a guide who inspires you to move in the direction of what brings you to life. Welcome, Lisa Love. Mm, I'm so happy to be here. That was a lot of fun, that introduction. (laughs) The whole thing from the song to the jazzy energy is great. I want to know, Lisa, we're in it, mm, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like ev- everybody right now, it's just, you know, I, I, every, my, my darling's listening to me being like, what did I do this spring? Let's say it together. I blew up my life. So it's like, you know, and I'm not alone in that. No. Like a lot of us took, we just went for the detonation button and said, I've been brewing, I've been practicing, I've been praying, I've mm-hmm, been begging. Mm-hmm. And then it, it, you know, we hit this edge and said, Oh, Oh, n- like now. Yeah. <laughs> now is when I go. Now is when I say the thing. Now is when I forgive deeper than I've forgiven. Mm-hmm. Now is when I see more honestly than I was able to see. Now is when I uh, love myself and let myself be loved in a way that I was too afraid to before. Mm. Now, 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 now. And I, and I want to, I just like, I know you're there. Yeah. You're with me. Yeah. Um, tell me about that, that then now in this moment mm. what do you know about that you know about that mm. yeah the time is definitely now and we look across the planet from global warming to you know the volcano going off in hawaii on the big island i actually lived on the big island for about 8 years and i know pele very well and you know the earth is speaking out right and so it's it's the message that the time is now like she needs us she needs us to mm. surrender right surrender our ego surrender our shit basically our wounds our fears like all that stuff that gets in the way of us being able to channel the love the light the activation codes that the people need because you and I and and your tribe that are listening like we are conscious people we're active people we're the ones that are yeah. here to support those who are still rising, who are still awakening. And without us, mm-hmm. right? Like, where are they going to get it? They're not going to get it on TV. They're not going to get it at the grocery store. They're not going to get it, you know? So it's up to us to be full of our potential and full in our energetic space so that 
we're a lighthouse. Everywhere we're going, we're a lighthouse. And we're just mm-hmm. affecting people when we walk into the space. And I really feel that that takes us opening up, opening up our energetic field and expanding, right? There's this expansion and it's, oh, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah. It is not yeah. easy. Yeah. And it's a daily dedication and it's a, it's a living prayer you know, is how it feels um, to me at this time. And with all the astrological energies that are going on, we're right now, I mean, you and I are speaking right after the Lion's Gate 888. And then we're going into this on the 11th, we're going into another eclipse, which is the third eclipse of a season. So we're really being asked to step up. We're really being asked to yeah, to to rise into our evolutionary potential. And what is that, you know, and how do we meet that? I mean, those are the questions. How do we do that work? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. You know, what comes to mind so many, all the ways we can, mm-hmm. <laughs> every way we can. And, mm-hmm. and I think about how, you know, I, I love what you said about just like, they're not going to find it in the TV or in the grocery store until we teach them how to find it in the TV and at the grocery mm. store and at the gas pump and at the corner. And like, cause the medicine's everywhere. Right. And it's within them. They're- it's everywhere. Yeah. It's, and it's within, right. It's like, it's never, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot, which is like the, for my, just my own healing and my own edging through these thresholds. Right. Which is like, like there is never a healing that is undergoing that's happening in me that the tool that I need is beyond my arm's reach. Mm, I love that. Which means like always, whatever healing is taking place, the time and place that it is happening, the tool that I need is within arm's reach. So often, literally. And and also sometimes meaning a phone call away mm. or a choice away mm-hmm. or a moment away. Um, and, and, you know, when you say that, you know, that was a turning point for me when I when I really realized that there was not a moment and a breath that wasn't a prayer for me. Mm. When 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 praying went from something that I did, and then I lived my I prayed, and then I went and lived my life to realizing that my life is the prayer. Yeah, I agree. It is the prayer, mm-hmm. and 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 recognizing what I want to say about. Kind of how we do this, and it's like I can feel it in my heart. It's this place of, it's this meeting point, right? Of the tenderness of like being kind to myself, like really loving, saying nice things to my head, mm. <laughs> like being really kind to myself, and having the fierceness mm. to see clearly and to to um, be aware to like have the edge to stay with what's happening and then to have what's happening be held in in love and in kindness mm. and right now i'm i'm really in this deep place of affection like i just am longing i'm just really longing for affection right now like mm. And I'm getting it too. Like I'm getting it. Like even, um, even your, you talked about the, you made sacred space for us and called in this gate and portal for us before we even 
got on, on this call today. And that to me is like, the, I'm receiving this. I'm longing for this affection and I'm receiving mm. it. I just had this beautiful week of co-teaching um, at Omega, uh, doing a program for teens and young adults. And, and I, I co-teach with like 20 other professionals, teaching artists and, and creatives. And we do a live action role playing like archetype cooperative play, home swords, very theater, play-based, um, rites of passage kind of thing. And I, at our beginning, of our, and, I, and I coincidentally have known most of these people for 20 years because I went to camp with them a long time ago. Now we run it together. Mm. And uh, I said at the beginning of the week, like, I really could use some touch, like affection, like physical touch, especially my face. Mm. Like, I would love to have my face held and touched. And, and what happened over the course of the week was so dear to me because at different times, different people would like press their face against my face or take my hand in both their palms or place one hand upon my, the side of my face. Oh, like God. it happened. And every time it happened, my response would be like, I would have this delay of being like, oh, you're touching my face. And then I would melt. I would just melt and it would feel so good. And then I would have this thought and I was like, Oh God, this feels so good. Oh my God, you're doing this because I asked you to do this. And it feels so good. It really is. Like it really is just what I, I'm melting and you just did it. And like this cycle of, of that. And I'm really in a place right now of doing that transparently with spirit in my prayers mm. and with myself and with my friends. Um, I'm doing a lot of physically petting myself too. Like a lot of just like, brushing my own shoulder and like squeezing my arms and brushing my face with the back of my hand. So that's some of the ways that I met work. Mm. Thank you for sharing all of that. It really made me melt hearing that and <laughs> feeling the energy of what you're asking for and what you're receiving and what a beautiful teaching, you know, for all of us that it really can be that simple, you know, and it, it's all we really, we just need to ask. What gets in the way of our asking? Oh, right. Mm -hmm. That's that's, that's the, so real. yeah. That's the work. It's like that's <laughs> that's the and that's the work, yeah. right? It's like my speaking of like I ask and then I get it is like that's the great that's the great uh, that's my like keep going when people are like is it worth it? I'm like uh, it has been for mm -hmm. me, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and I think a lot of people are in that space right now of the the levels of works are transitioning, and if you haven't if you haven't walked through the fiery pits of your own self-hate among other mm -hmm. patriarchal hate and other, you know, all the, all the hate, it's like if you haven't walked in and made light and, and allowed breath and done all of that, then that's probably what you're going through right mm -hmm. now because there's so much illumination. And there's a lot of people that are having that happen right now and every day. They're not getting sweet hands to their faces. They're getting everything that's in between them and having a sweet hand mm -hmm. touching their face. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, the great, the great revelation is the great revealing, right? Of, of what is it? Like what's between, what's between you and your wholeness? What's between you and that affection? Mm -hmm. And it takes so much courage. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> like the, for what I want knowing what I want mm -hmm. like I think the trickiest part for me 
has not only been knowing what I want and asking for it, but like letting my, before I even get to asking someone else, like giving myself permission to like want and need at all Mm -hmm. or like in a specific way, like, like section by section, like what we're allowed to want. Like we're allowed to need some sort of food when we're hungry, but are we allowed to need or want the specific food that we want? And we allowed to have it at the time that we want, like how specific and how detailed and how, you know, minutely are we allowed to have our desires? And, and that's been, that's, I'm, I get like literally my stomach is turning as I say that I'm still very much working that territory of certain, am I really allowed to have those mm-hmm. desires? Am I just like my darkness right now that I'll just give voice to is, is the fucking, I'm a problem story. Mm. I'm just a problem. I'm a problem. I make a mess when people get involved with me. Uh, their life gets more difficult. It's, oh, it's gross. It's toxic. It's so, it's so gross feeling. And it's like, I just, and it's like the, the fruits of the work of being kind to myself and being fierce enough to stay present and aware, right? Is that I listen to that voice come up and I go and I have compassion for myself and I'm like, poof, that is a nasty voice, right? I don't tell the voice to, go away because it's doing its thing but i'm like you are not telling me the truth but it is like going at it like you're a problem you're a problem you 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 what you want is a problem who you want it from is a problem when you want it is a problem it's going to cause problems you do damage so that's my that's my revelation right now it's one of my reveals it's just that those pieces in those stories of like oh no really like it's like it's not it's not okay like it's not okay it's not okay and so to just kind of also in the midst of that. Yeah. yeah, it's powerful. And and we're all walking with some version of that. And and my question is, because I have my own things that are bubbling up from the from the depths of the shadow and I do a lot of walking and and uh you know, praying and, and being outside and the walking clears my head. There's a lot of deep inner processing and it's it's a really great time to explore that deeper upwelling. And when I hear those voices, I always ask myself, like, whose story is this? Like, where did this, you know what I mean? Like it, I know it's not mine. Mm -hmm. It's ancient. I even think about, you know, the, the biblical things where we're born sinners. And even if we're not Christian, right. We're raised in this culture and this society where these messages are in the collective conscious. And so it's not to deny that we're having these thoughts, but to take it deeper and say, well, whose voice is this? Whose truth is this? Where is this? Is this even mine? That's been my new question lately. Is this even mine? And I agree. There's been something in my life for a really long time, and it has to do with a man, of course, and um, have not allowed myself to feel that for like one reason or another right? If one story or another. And so just in the last like few days, I'm like, hmm, what would it be like Hmm. just as play, just as curiosity? What would it be like if I allowed myself to really feel this, like that it's okay for me to feel this regardless of what society thinks or whatever, like what even I think, what would that really be like? And it's, it's been fun. It's like, it's, it feels like I'm deepening into my own being. This allowance of allowing our desires, allowing our feelings, allowing our yearnings to, it's a deeper settling within the body. 
Because when we're in our head, we're in the story, we're in the some judgment, some mental judgment, and and we're not embodied. And I feel a lot of the work with the soul and being able to make true, authentic contact with the soul is is coming deeper in the body. We come through these layers and these fields of our mental body, our emotional body, our energetic body, and it's it's just this really beautiful deepening into ourselves where we're claiming all of ourselves, even the parts that, you know, whatever. So if you're a problem, like be the best problem you can be. You know what I mean? Like right. claim it. Like I'm a oh, I'm God. a I'm doing my you know? best right now. Mm-hmm. Like, so let me tell mm-hmm. you, I'm I'm yeah. Yeah, (laughs) right. Like sometimes we have to like fully embrace it and like go to that edge of like go fully into that shadow, you know, and play it, play it, like dance with it, like you're saying, you know, like your your play and fully expand into it. And then there's such a learning, there's such a teaching, and I feel that that's the that's the message we've all gotten. You know, we always have to be on the light side of everything. We have to be good girls, and we have to be right. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not where the juice is. That's not where the fullness is. Like, what if we told the moon that she could only be full all the time? Mm. Right? Like, yeah, it's not natural, Mm. is it? (laughs) It'd be weird. Like we never, it'd be so normal that we, when she is full, we wouldn't be awestruck. And it also is that there's this, there's this partnering with that to me that's like even, it's, it's like this like even deeper of like, and if she was full all the time, then that's what we would learn, have to learn how to love, mm. but she's not mm-hmm. and we're not. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's like that, that way in which we're like, the, I, I just, I hear myself doing it too. It's like, all the ways in which we have to justify why we have to accept what it is, like what we are or what we are experiencing. And like, even that, I just am feeling that so much in myself right now. Just like my job is really to just accept it, to radically accept Mm -hmm. it and just be like, I am this. And like, that's what I, 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 I was saying, I have one episode that a lot of people couldn't get through because the sound quality was so bad, but I recorded it on the road. And one of the things that I talked about in that episode was, um, was I woke up that morning and I was so sad. I was so sad. And I was noticing my judging of my sadness, right? Like, was I, was I not sad enough? And I, oh, I, so, uh, like judging myself for not being sad enough at some times and then too sad, all that stuff. And what I just kept telling myself that day was, I am, I'm, I'm this sad. I'm as sad as I am. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm as sad as I am. Like, that's how sad I am. How sad am I? I'm as sad as I am. <laughs> I like, it. I'm feeling as sad as I'm yeah. feeling. Right? Like, that's exactly the level of sadness that I'm like, how much am I? I'm exactly as much as I am. Like, I am the fullness. I am the crescent. I am the new empty when I am the new empty. Right. And like, what is it? That's, I mean, that's the, that's that bridge. I feel like that, like, I don't even know if we've talked about it, but that I feel right. That's like the work that you do, the work that we do, the work that, you know, many of the people listening do is this bridging of, of the the notion between, um, and it's really sacred Mm -hmm. work because it, it goes both ways in terms of like 
what's potential and what's happening and the ability to like have the potential, have all its space, like everything that it could be, like everything I could be, like my, the limitless possibilities that I am and how to give that full permission while also giving myself today, right now in this moment, full permission as yeah. I am, just as mm-hmm. I am right mm-hmm. now. I love it. That's the heart of it. I was just writing about that yesterday. That's that's the medicine. That is the medicine. And it sounds so simplistic, mm. but in the moment, it's um it's challenging because it challenges these core right. these core beliefs that are so strong and so yeah. ingrained and right. And yeah. who they catch us. Yeah. But if ever there was a time for us to rise above this, it's now. You know, I think that that's why so many of us are in this place, like you said, like the spring. I mean, it was the same for me, February, you know, my my life since then has just been like, whoo, off the chart. And a lot of that is because we are so supported right now to work through these things. That's why it's all blowing up and coming out and um, because we are truly supported to be able to transform and not that there's anything wrong with it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with these thoughts. There's nothing wrong with these feelings. And yet, like you said, we know there's this potential. We know we can feel into the space that, wow, there's so much more of me available that I'm not fully encompassing or I'm not fully able to receive. And and, and this is the space, like this is the field that's blocking that flow. And so how do I open up that part of the field? And yeah, like you're saying, like not in judgment, you know, in total acceptance and total love. I had, um, I was sexually abused as a child and I knew, I mean, it, it was affecting me, but I didn't really realize that I had PTSD and I was going through all of these different therapies and I mean, everything I could do to heal this wound and nothing was working and nothing was working. And then finally, you know, I got to this place where I was like, okay, my consciousness is very clear. I have a very meditative mind. My energy feels good. Like there's something else going on here. Like I can't, it's coming from the body. It's like, there's something stored in my body. So I started uh, researching and going into somatic release work and studying the work of, you know, Stephen Levine and, and PTSD therapy and everything transformed for me. It, it just totally shifted. And one of the things in that space that really took that PTSD into a whole different space of like, it doesn't even affect me anymore is my mentality of my whole life. I had been thinking there was something wrong with me. I'm feeling this, I'm having this experience and there's something wrong with me. I'm broken. I've got to fix it. I've got to fix it. I've got to go to this therapist. I got to, and then once I started doing this work, it was like, whoa, wait a second. Like, this is valid. What I'm feeling like, this is appropriate. This is totally appropriate. So real, righteous, appropriate. Exactly. And that's, that was the healing. I, that was the healing, just that, it, that small shift, but that small shift took like 20 years, you know, of like, and it's just, it's powerful. You know, when we can really come from that place of, I am perfect, whole and complete. 
I truly am perfect, whole, and complete with everything that I'm feeling, with everything that I'm experiencing. The medicine is love. And when we can love ourselves that much, then naturally that transposes to the rest of the world. And then that's how we heal and support and activate and do all those things we want to do with everyone and everything. And thank you for sharing. And, and, and thank you for your, your work, like your 20 years of work and the pivot, Mm. right? Like that, the place in which, you know, I, I have a strong belief and a strong realization that like 20 years is not so much of a long time for a prayer to be answered. Mm. You know, it's like when we're dealing with ancestral lineage, centuries, deep, passed down, right? Like we're talking about hundreds and hundreds, in a lot of cases, thousands of years of, of, of disconnection from our truth that we, that that's a foundational start. And then we get abused. Mm. Right. Right. And and we have to find our wholeness through all that. 20 years. Is <laughs> and it's <laughs> right. Like oh. It's like all of a sudden you like put it in a context. Yeah. Right? And so thank you for your fierce and expedient work. <laughs> I love you that perspective. So like, it's a, and, and it's, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> hmm. You're welcome. And, and, and it's like, and then, and then we get to this place of wholeness and then the work, I was talking about this, this, this week with a, with another medicine friend and a client, and we were talking about how the work changes, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like how the evolution is constant. The change is constant. We're constantly changing. The work never ends. Like the healing never Mm -hmm. ends. It keeps going, yada, yada. And at the same time, it evolves. And what what we do inside that healing, if we're really healing, changes too, mm-hmm. right? The, the, that what's taking place. And at the same time, there is something called completion. There mm-hmm. is this miracle that we have that's, that's just and real as true as constant change, which is complete. Yeah. Okay. That's done now. That's a, that's a, that's a, a complete revolution. We spiraled out and that's not what, that's not the thing. Yes. And, and to let like both of those things be true. It's just really important, I think, to hold because we can get caught and stagnated in either Mm -hmm. one. Oh, I did that work 20 years ago. I healed my trauma 20 years ago. I did all my work, right? Refusing to accept the truth of constant change and growth. Or you can have people who say, um, oh, it's the work, you know, the work never ends. The work Mm -hmm. never ends. The work never ends. And they're just, cycling and cycling in the same in the same zone you know without coming without kind of coming to and allowing space for completion and what happens in that and that's that heart of evolution Mm -hmm. right is this evolution like revolution is like we're rotating through we're evolving and we come into new landscapes absolutely something else that you said yeah sorry you want to say something go ahead keep going i love the excitement (laughs) what are you gonna say (laughs) Okay. 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 I was going to say something else that you were talking reminded me of, you know, one of the things that's really, really common, especially with my clients who have been through abuse, which is like, right. Right. It's yeah, like, unfortunately, all of us, like yeah. you know, and unfortunately it's like, I am so looking forward. May it be a day that I am walking alive and well here with my own ears that we're shocked 
to hear that a child has been abused. I am, I am, I am, look, that is a, you know, and that it, and it, it, and may it be the last time it's ever happened and Mm. spoke. Like, may that, like, may I be alive for the end of that. Yes. I hold that prayer. That's a space for that being Mm. real. Yes. (laughs) That is, that it ends in my lifetime. Like, may that. And we are a part of it in this Uh, moment now. Yes. (sighs) Yes. Yes. That's just, that's it. And yet one of the things that's so that I get to do when people come and they tell me their stories and they're trying to figure all this stuff out, they t- how many people they tell me their story, their lot, they tell me their whole story. And then I look at them and I'm like, yeah, that, yeah, you sound really sane. That's all really, that it makes a lot of sense. Like your life makes sense. All your symptoms make sense. Your craziness mm-hmm. makes sense. Like nothing about this sounds crazy to me. This is sane. Like you're angry tired and have chronic mm-hmm. headaches. Of mm-hmm. course, you've been, you haven't been able to speak what a single need inside your own home for 40 years. What is crazy about having chronic yeah. headaches? Nothing. Right. You are not the yeah. crazy one. That's not crazy. That is so reasonable. It's so reasonable. And when we take that perspective of your body, you know, your body doesn't mm. lie. It has no reason to. It is constantly working its best to bring itself into equilibrium and optimal functioning with this, with the circumstances it currently has. Like that's what it is doing. And, and so it may not be telling you the truth about today, but it's telling you the truth about something. Right. And, 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 and when we recognize that not only our body, but the habits or the patterns that we're running are, are like way more than nine times out of 10. Way more, probably 99.9. Obviously, I'm like, things <laughs> up, but it's like the, the consistency of, you know, the, I've not done a statistical research on this, but what I'm saying is like, they're just saying, like, I have yet to have somebody come to me and say, this is my story. These are the symptoms in my body. These are the feelings that I'm having. This is the situation in my life and have me go, you know, that just doesn't make right. sense. To me. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. You know, it's just a little bit of awareness. They, draw their images on their, I have a little picture of a body and they mark their markings down and then they tell me a thing and I look at it and I go, mm. yep, yep, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. you know, yes, of course. And, and, and how many people come to me after, I mean, so much time in which nobody said to them, your pain, your anger, your grief, your suffering is reasonable and yeah, sane. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And why? That blows mm-hmm. my mind. I was like, oh, how, how can you go so long and tell such, like, and it's just, I mean, I get it, right? It's, I also live here. <laughs> <laughs> I do actually understand how it happened. Um, actually. Uh, and yet it's still, and it's like, I think that's why I feel like you know, it's just why I yell, why I'm just going to yell on my podcast. <laughs> being like, you, you, you make sense. Yes. You make sense. And if you don't make sense, it's probably because you fucking blacked some bullshit out that you couldn't fucking handle and you will not remember it or see it until you can. And that's your soul taking care right. of you. So don't worry or about it. Because the day that it's right to remember or know it. You, you will. But, yeah. Or you're listening to somebody else's truth. And, you know, 
Right. No, very good. I, and yeah, you're, no, and you're, yes, you're believing you. them. And yeah. that's what happened to me because, you know, I was a young child when the sexual abuse happened. And so from that wounded place, I was in relationships with men who were wounded, of course, right? We can only attract where we are. And they were wounding me more because I was responding and reacting in certain ways. And so then they're telling me that like, oh, well, you're crazy or you're this or you need, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I did. I needed some help. I was struggling and it wasn't loving their, their response or their way of being because they're wounded and they can't hold their own. You know what I mean? Like, so what I stopped relationship because I realized I was like, wow, like I'm going in to, to be loved and I'm going into love and I'm, I'm actually getting more wounded here. And so I need a time out, you know, from relationship and to really get straight with myself and have a different point of attraction. And I will no longer tolerate a man who cannot be with me in a loving space when it comes to that. And I feel that once I, once I made that and not a feeling, it's a reality. Once I declared that, then everything changed in my relationship. I've had a wonderful, you know, wonderful partner in my life. So what I'm saying in that is that we're all experiencing that, whether it's our partners, our, our parents, our friends, you know, society always has an opinion. And once again, that's the importance of realizing that, you know, connecting with our our soul nature, connecting with our heart, connecting with our inner wisdom and our truth, and really being rock solid inside. Because if we're going around listening to everybody else's opinions and versions of this, that, and the other thing, then we're just like blown around in the wind. But we have to know our pillar of truth. We have to stand in our own sense of self. And this is the work. This is the work that we're being called to do. And it's the self-love. Uh, I feel like I could say like a million things. And, and So the two things that I want to say is I just, at this exact moment, wish we had a video so everybody could just see me like rubbing my face while you were talking. <laughs> oh. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Mm. You know, just my, my silent, like, oh, like, yes, yes. And the, you know, and the, and the subtle, the subtleties of that and, and the non subtleties mm-hmm. of it, you know. And I, I'm in a similar place of just right now and myself of just getting clearer and clearer about this, the subtle ways that, you know, it's like the, the, the big overt ways I put down and like, they haven't done in, in in a while, but the 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 subtle subtle ways that I was doing in relationship that place of like I gotta do this different and I gotta hold up until I'm really gonna real that's until that's really gonna mm-hmm. be different. Do need a minute <laughs> um, to like let all this stuff leave exactly me. yeah. And the, and the second thing I want to say is I I I want to invite you to talk about menstruation mm. and blood and it's it's connection to to bridging you i know my my blood was and i'll just kind of start off a little bit on this and then i'd love to just kind of hear wherever you want to go with this but you know there's a lot of talk about loving our bodies and and loving our feminine self or loving our needs or whatever it's like you know it's good it's good talk 
everybody keep it up, right? Like it's good talk. And yet really doing that. Um, one of the things that really transitioned it for me was when I started catching my own blood, my menstrual blood and deciding what I was Mm going to do with it and be becoming in, in conscious relationship about, is this a blood offering to the earth that goes right to it? Is, am I going to water it down and give it to my plants? Am I going to take a moment and say a prayer and bless the septic system? <laughs> uh, but it, it became this moment. Am I going to like take a moment in the middle of my cycle when it's in its like crimson, purple, radiant goodness? Is there anything on the planet that is that color <laughs> oh, no. than this and decide that I'm going to drink mm-hmm. it for myself? Right? Like, that those levels of of medicine and and I don't know if I've told the story so I know I asked you a question but now I'm going to talk for a second so I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast but today Mm -hmm. apparently is the day which is the first day that I drank Mm. the blood this is the first time (laughs) so I was (laughs) take a journey back in time the first time um, it was, I was doing my menarche, which is the word for your first, um, menstruation. For those who don't know, I was doing a reclamation of my menarche and I, I, I did a moon lodge. I already had a tradition of, uh, that a practice of my own to, of moon lodging. I built a red tent in my house that was separate from my bedroom and temple space. And I was fasting and bleeding and camping out in this room. I canceled all my plans and I was just in practice for days. And I had um, started the practice of catching my blood. I was free bleeding onto cloth and then soaking the cloth and wringing it out. And I meditated and I got this message that was like, this is, it's time for you to drink some of this water, to drink some of this menstrual blood. And, uh, and I was like, uh, okay, sure. And I like sat down in front of this bowl. And then I was like, okay, but like maybe. <laughs> Let me like, do, so I went into meditation. I was like, uh, okay, but let me play something else. Uh, I, mean, I love that laugh. Love that. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> yeah, she's been there. <laughs> I know that space. I'm going to go back in. I'm going to go back in. So I go back in, meditate, journey, go mm-hmm. in, ask for help, ask for teacher, and straight up, this like huntress, right? This like moon goddess, Diana, you know, moon goddess huntress with an arrow sees me across the way, looks at me, pulls out her bow and arrow, shoots me. <laughs> oh my gosh. And runs away. And I'm like, wow. wow. Right. And everybody, everybody was giving me this look like, why are you mm. back here? Like, like we mm. told you what to do. Like I was like, um, I'm wondering what I should do. And it was like everywhere I turned, it was like I had guidance, and the guidance was lovingly staring at me. Like, All right, we're no not words, giving you anymore. Nothing. That's it. Like nothing. Yeah. Not giving you anymore. That's the deal. Like you, it's like you're. We're gonna give you more advice <laughs> for you to ignore. No. They're smart. <laughs> yep. No, they're smart. They put boundaries. <laughs> they respect themselves. No, you know they're like you ask. I share. You're going to ask and then do your own thing. Do your own thing. I'll love you any, yeah. I'll love you either way, but I'm not going to track you, follow you. You know, it's like, and it's not like you're confused. You know, you know, you know, mm-hmm. we're about to do it. Go, go back and do it. So I, I'm like, literally come out and I'm both like angry and laughing out loud. I'm like, fuck, like I really, this is really the thing to do now. It took this process mm-hmm. four hours, I think. 
it took a long time since the first message that I got till the moment that I was holding it. And I don't know how long I held this bowl in my hands. I mean, at least 20 minutes, probably 40. Who knows? Because I was like, you know, mm-hmm. in this trance state. But I'm sitting there and I'm holding it. And I'm breathing and I'm holding it. And I'm and I'm realizing, eventually I'm hitting this point of being like, yo, Sophia, you've eaten way grosser <laughs> things in your life. Like I'm in the fourth grade, you know? Like, come on now. Like, this is, this is, like, you're, first of all, you queer. You love a you love a goddess. Like, come on now. This is not this is not off limits. Like, let's get let's get real. So I had this but I was having this fear that was getting more intense as I held it. And the moment that I came to the edge, I realized I stopped. I had this moment and said, Oh, oh, oh. The only reason I would drink this, the only reason I would drink this is if I believed and knew and accepted that this was Mm. medicine and powerful and valuable. That's the only reason I would do this. Drinking this is the complete affirmation that this is sacred. And once I had that realization, I did. Okay. Hey. Mm. Little <laughs> And I laid down and I laid down and I had this image come up in my mind and I don't remember what the image was, but this everything in my everything that I saw in the image was in the most beautiful way, like a frame of menstrual blood, just framed everything and saturated through everything. And then I dropped into this deep, deep, like dreaming vision sleep that was just, and it was this feeling of letting this power and sacredness saturate the landscape of my mind and my body and my being and letting that, that creative, everything, creative force just come Mm -hmm. through. Yeah, your womb blood is, uh, our womb blood is the medicine of life. It's the only blood shed in peace. And it's all about nurturing life and creating life. And actually, I have a, a, uh, a free offering on my website. And it's called Temple of the Moon. And it is a shamanic womb journey to do while you're bleeding. And how that came about was that I I often find for myself, I don't know how this is for you, I'd actually be curious to know, um, it seems like the night or maybe even like two nights before I'm going to start bleeding, I can't sleep. And I am just receiving, receiving, receiving. And I'm always like frustrated. I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. Can't you talk to me in the morning? Like, seriously, (laughs) like I'm going to be a mess tomorrow, you know, but it's, and then I bleed and I'm like, oh, you think I would know this by now, you know? So it was one of those situations. And then I woke up in the morning and I heard that I was supposed to sit in ceremony the whole time that I was bleeding and that I was going to receive something for women. And I did. I received these transmissions and meditations um, 
for women while they're bleeding. And it was quite beautiful. And so that's there as an offering. Mm. Um, maybe we can put a link to that because I'd love to share that. Um, and so I really, sure. yeah, yeah I really it. resonate with what you're saying and, and the potency and power of moon time. And it really, our cervix is open, right? And the only other time our cervix is open is when we're giving birth. We're birthing spirit into matter. And so when we're menstruating, the cervix is open. And so it's this powerful time to birth spirit into the matter of our bodies. And that's the the spiritual messages of our soul, of our higher selves, of our guides, of the earth, like whatever it is, um, whatever we really choose to tune into. And I... Mm, that's kind of like you. It's like, where do I go right now with this? <laughs> There's so many, mm. so many places. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, by honoring the bleeding phase of your menstrual cycle, you harmonize with a potent part of your feminine nature and increase your powers of regeneration. And, you know, we know ancient cultures recognized and honored a woman's bleeding time. She was thought to be at the height of her spiritual power and was supported to go within and receive the guidance coming through her womb. And, you know, in today's day and age, we don't have that same space. And so we have to give that to ourselves. And when we do, then we really can directly experience how deeply menstruation is connected and harmonized and like integral to our spiritual energy. And I would say that my work with my moon time is the whole reason I'm here with you on this podcast right now. You know, without me joining into the process that was already naturally happening and not denying in it, being suppressed, you know, just like, yes, I'm going to fully merge with your power and your beauty and your raw realness of life here I am, I embrace you, that potentized me to this whole other space. Mm. Ah, yes. I'm going to take like a moment here and just say, there are times, it just happened to me just now when Lisa was talking, where I had like four visions of like, things to do and callings in the world. Like I'm like, oh, Lisa and I can do this. And I'm gonna do this and I need to do this. Like these like inspirations, these like dropping into these spaces is what you know, and and I want to speak in an honoring of like that as Lisa, as you carve that channel, you just like you just like open that and as you let that come through you and how that opens those mm-hmm. with you, right? Like that that's what happens, right? So like you drop in and open and then I'm with you in that space and I open with you and then whatever's kind of flowing through that. And I want to take a minute to just like say to my listeners, like those are really precious and important times. And if that's something that happened, just happened to you or something that happens on this show or happens in other spaces to begin the practice of, or to, or to deepen or to strengthen or like let my voice be a voice to join in the parts of you that says, no, really, that was a good idea. <laughs> like, no, really, that was a sacred inspiration.
situation. No, really. Because a lot of the time there are these creative spaces that feel mm. risky, you know, and, and, and they're at our edges. And so, um, so to just, to just say, to just say it, right. To just like say it out loud to just like, or to write it down or like to, to say it to yourself and you just say like, okay. And, and to get to know, I don't know why I just feel like it just happened. And that was what wanted to come out of this was that, you know, we can find ourselves in that open and receptive space through a lot of different things. And, and one of the things is when we're bleeding. And another one of those spaces is when we gather, mm. when wounds gather, when wounds gather, they, I think about it like the pelvic bowl. And it's one of the reasons why I think mm. we like to sit in a circle. And it's because they resonate and we create a collective. Mm-hmm. And so that way in which we gather and each womb syncs up with the womb in that shared space and then and then the brewing and the healing that takes place is the, the collective womb. And that what you were speaking to, Lisa, of like this was a thing that was respected. And right now, today, you listening, you're in a circle in which it mm-hmm. is respected. The, the womb energy, the bleeding time. And I'm going to be clear and just say this, like for those of you who don't have a physical womb, mm-hmm. you have womb energy and your ability to access and cultivate and have a live relationship with your womb and to take the time and to create the spaces where you tap into that or to activate that space when you're in the presence of other um, uh people with wombs or people who identify as women to drop into that space and bring that womb energy to the womb space because we're creating that right here, right now. Right now is one of many, many spaces in which it's not a past thought that this is respected. It's a current, it's a current right now, your, your, your womb space, your menstrual, your bleeding and your ability to bridge between, to create in any way, to create spirit into matter. And, and if you've ever had an idea that has come into form, you have used womb energy. And so we're at, and this is, this is, we are at work right now. We are at work. And, and the peaceful world will be birth. And it's not a metaphor. It will be birthed through the womb energy. It will be birthed through our collective womb energy. And so to bring up and to clean up and to get connected and to let your womb energy and your womb space heal and to heal with others, to be healed by others and to heal others, and then to begin to really sync up and sing with one another, that's, that is the work at hand because we will not craft this new existence mm-hmm. we'll birth it we'll just we are gestating it it comes from within us we will heal the waters by healing yes. the waters of our own bodies and and the recognition that as we do that that they're not separate it's through that continuous where they are not separate and that ability that these things that we talk about are not metaphors they're also metaphors but they are not limited to the metaphorical state 
They're also I like to say, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Hashtag literally, right? Literally, literally the the reality. Like the reality. And I always say this science will catch up. They will build the instruments sensitive enough. And there will be research that will confirm all of these things. I am not doubting that. Mm-mm. It is not contrary. We are not contrary. So we don't need to put ourselves contrary to that which has been observed as a changing and evolving way of observing our reality. It's the same way that we don't have to, just because we see our limitless potential doesn't mean that we're a problem today. With all of it, right? All of it. And so that's mm, potent. Very potent. And, you know, speaking of the clitoris and what you're saying, the reality of the clitoris Mm -hmm. in Kundalini Tantra, the clitoris and the third eye are connected. And so there is this direct, Mm. the pleasure of the clitoris and feeling that energy and then holding your vision of what you want to manifest in the third eye brings it into reality, births it into reality. And so I just wanted to share that piece to add to the fullness of what you're sharing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's so, what you just said is so simple and so potent. If everybody listens, just, you know, does that once. (laughs) You know, just just does that once we're going to be seeing the ripples and effects, you know, again, it's like quickly. And yes, I've already established that my notion of quickly may be slightly different than others. But I want to be clear that quickly is both 20 mm-hmm. years and also milliseconds because our time mm-hmm. space is super bendy and Earth time is really lovely and loves a gestation period and a year or 20 years isn't long. And it's also a massive amount of possibility, right? It's just there's the the limitless in one year is also the limitless. And so just that space of an invitation to just be like, yeah, think of one thing that you want to see in this reality and let let yourself climax and vibrate that through your whole mm-hmm. being intentionally. Just do it. And then if you're really, if you want, <laughs> and then let me know. <laughs> Let us let us know if you wish. That's an invitation, um, you know. And uh, I'm really, I'm just really glad you said that. It's it's a very, it feels really simple and really, for whatever reason, it feels really clear to me. It's just like, oh yeah, visualize it and then climax. And it's like I, I've talked about that before, and I, I feel like uh, for whatever reason, I've always felt like I had to like walk around it, like you know, like intentionally, like like you gotta like make it like mm-hmm. sex magic, like healing ritual sex like it's a thing like it's a thing and like i feel like i was like i don't know there's ways in which i I was catching edges about like because i've had since i started talking about it talked about it on my podcast and i've had people be like so ritual sex (laughs) Sophia, like what like i don't know what people think of when i say that i I, my guess is probably what they think of is i I don't know likely because i i mean in terms of my mind my mind might be lots of places but the heart of what it goes to right is Mm -hmm is that piece that you just said so succinctly, which I loved. And this other piece of, for me, which has to do with bringing our consciousness Mm -hmm. into our womb space and into the fluids that we, that we, you know, like that question of like, do you know what energies, what frequencies, what vibrations, what um, 
emotions are coming mm-hmm. out of you in your fluids. Like, do you know what fluids when you come are the kind of fluids that you want to give to the earth and compost or you want your lover to drink? Because probably they're different sure. at different yeah. times, right? Or if you're going and releasing energy through through your intimacy or your healing, is are you doing that on purpose and are you are you mindful of where that anger or that where that rage or where that hurt or where that wounding where those what direction that's going because i've had people make love to me angry and uh-huh. oh you're all right yeah no <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lot, I mean, a lot of us know that and you have to do all this like, work oh, to clear it out. Day we yeah. that out a lot of us mm-hmm. right that's right yeah, I was like, or I was like, why do you feel better? And I yeah. feel like a yep. insane, right? And being like, you felt, you know, like, oh, oh, I get it now, right? And so it's like to recognize and to be clear, the one example that's coming to my mind right now is was with a um, woman mm. making love to me with her hand. Like just yes. to be clear about like energy and pathways and like offloading, like the, like we're talking about mm-hmm. potent stuff, right? And so- so to just recognize, so when I talk, I'm talking about visualizing and bringing that in, I'm also talking about a, just a consciousness practice of like, do you know mm-hmm. what you're brewing? And we, and I don't need any limitations on what's right or wrong brewing in your ritual sex. That is not the game I'm playing. Like you can brew your wounds and your healing and sure, your, like that's will. great. Yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Alchemize it there. Heal it there. Yes, absolutely. Just. Do you know that's what mm-hmm. you're doing and do you know where it's going? And by the same token, what is the can you and the hope or the prayer, the intention for me, right, is to then really tap into that creative, you know, seed planting, uh, water, you know, like gushing, right, lubricating, like all of these, these aspects, uh, bringing into, um, the like that creative i just totally this is i'm like this is my edge this is we just <laughs> hello everybody welcome to my edge so this <laughs> so i get to slow way down mm-hmm. no you're supported because it's important to me yeah you're supported you're held what i know is that that kind of love and creative force is not to be controlled. And so where we started this conversation, you Mm -hmm. talked about surrender. And when we step into that space where we say, I'm bringing my creative potential into actualization, that's an act of complete Showing up, giving fully, opening up, and surrendering. Surrendering control, surrendering outcomes, surrendering agendas. It is, it's the heart of the offering or, or the gift. I mean, it's like my palms are just what my palms and fingers wide open. It's, we put it mm-hmm. out and then it's not ours and, and, and we're changed by it. And and most importantly, mm. it's not ours. <laughs> it's not to be controlled. And our lovers or lover, lovers, lovers, like all, like they're not to be controlled and mm-hmm. we're not to be controlled. It is absolutely 
when we talk about stepping into that creatrix, creative life force zone, we're talking about a newness that inherently comes with a letting go of what was. I mean, it is just the act is, is a threshold to cross itself. And the more of ourselves we can bring to that threshold, and I think that's where practices like edging or like holding the space before you climax is about gathering more and more of yourself, ideally, gathering more of your energy and more of your experience and more like kind of more and more of yourself to then to then cross through that threshold to bring all of that that is possible that has arrived to cross through that creative space to let go of who we once were and to let go of the vision to bring a vision and then mm-hmm. to hand the vision over to potential really that allowing of that shakti life force energy right the shakti the creatrix this kundalini force that flows through and it is linked to sexual energy but it's it's the energy of life and so when we're bringing all of ourselves and surrendering ourselves to the fullness of this shakti kundalini energy and allowing it to flow through us the union of the two creates the potential creates life create and we can do this on our own we don't even need a lover i've actually been in a period of celibacy um for a lot of the reasons that you spoke to earlier about the more i've done my own womb work the more i've been working with my blood and working with other women um, on the same journey the more sensitive i've become in my awareness of my own energy and it feels really good it feels really juicy and it feels really clear and open and it's amazing and then when i get right and then i was noticing that making love with a lover it's so important right for me like where's their energy how are they holding their thoughts and i was walking away feeling and this was in a long-term relationship i had been in a relationship for four years but i was not feeling good i could excuse me i could feel his his energy within me and so it became this thing of like you're saying it's not to be controlled how authentic can we be be and my authenticity has been you know what my own energy feels so good moving the shakti through my body feels so ecstatic Ooh. that at this point in time that's all i want i don't want to feel anybody else's energy and i trust that when the authenticity of that changes i'll be aware of it and then who knows where that will lead right um, and so I just want to put that out there that these things that we're speaking to can be explored on your own. If you don't have a lover, or you're not ready for a lover, or, you know, this potency, this, all of this Shakti life force energy is available to you. It's available to all of us. And it's, it is a bringing and it's a surrendering all at the same time. It's what you spoke to earlier, Sophia, where it's like, how much of it can we hold? You know, the totality of the um, dichotomy. 
Yeah, I'm so I'm so glad you said that because absolutely this is it's one of the reasons I say this a lot, which is like there's a lot of reasons why in many many traditions that have been around for thousands of years, you don't you don't take a lover, you don't take a consort until you're 30 years mm-hmm. into a contemplative mm-hmm. practice. <laughs> like there's a reason why it's at it's advanced practices, and it's because to have your own knowing mm-hmm. so that you know what you're bringing someone to have two people who know what they're bringing and and which isn't to and, and right which is just there's just which is to say there's many ways to do it because you can have one person bring and, and provide like healing and pathway for a partner you can guide a partner through that process you can do it discover it together and you can discover it on your own like they're all they're all holy and sacred ways to walk if it's something you know like there's not a right way to do it it's just one of the ways that's been around a long time. All of the ways have been around a long time, right? All of the ways have been around a long time in terms of discovering how the creative life force feels good, good, uh, like mm. godly, how it feels sacred in us and, nur- and nourishing. It's one of the things that was really helpful for me because when I realized that I was, I had some, I had a teacher at one point it was like an adult program that I was in and, uh, and everybody had a crush on this teacher. Like everybody, we were all grown adult, everybody's grown adult. And we all were like, what is it about this teacher? And I realized one day when I sat with it, that their sexuality was like beaconing out, mm. but like unconsciously. And so it was like, all of us were like, whoa, like we were all getting like kind of called forth, but like above below the, the you know, like, not in any kind of verbal, not an eye contact, not an eye, you know, none of that stuff, but this vibe. And I had this moment. It was this awakening of going, Oh my God, that's what I did. That's what mm-hmm. I do. That's what I've done. I know that. Whoa. Holy shit. It was such a mirror moment. You know, like I was like, Whoa, I had no idea. Once I saw it, I was like, Oh, oh, oh. And I really, that was this kind of oh, turning point for me to say, I want to. I want to be more conscious about where that's going. And that's when I really started, just began, this was years and years and years ago now, just began when I started to get turned on or attracted to something or not even like in a heavy sexual way, just kind of at at all kind of touching that kind of excited into it, like Mm -hmm. kind of yum energy at all that I would intentionally really focus on my body Mm -hmm. and then run it through my own body. And I use the idea of like, let me use this energy mm-hmm. to literally heal my body. Like I have, ba- I have back pain. I have an immune thing. Like, let me like, this is like, yeah. like sexual healing, sexual. Like I would like sing that song to my head and I would think about running that energy that I used to spill out because mm-hmm. it's very effective at getting attention. Right. Um, I, I, I began the practice of really kind of circulating in my own self. So yeah, many, 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 many ways. And I, and, um, and I actually am kind of in a similar place right now. Mm. Only I'm like pining. <laughs> I'm like pining for lovers while at the same time doing a really good job of not um, mm-hmm. loving yourself, having... rubbing your own mm-hmm. face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Rubbing yeah. My own face, holding my own arms. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, and, and, and getting more and more clear about 
get having the courage to let myself be loved. And again, kind of coming back to what we talked about earlier, in terms of just, just in a, in a, in a radical process of really giving myself permission and, and, uh, and, and, and healing yeah. and giving up some of these stories mm-hmm. around being a problem, you know, and just being like, I, you know, I'm not interested in taking, taking, reflecting, having another, even in the, even in the subtlest, even in the slightest way. And so I'm not interested in having that reflected back to me. I got some, got some buffing to do here. So just kind of being, being with that. And, um, and it's really, it's really been about just like mm-hmm. how courageously can I love me and mm-hmm. how courageously can I give up control and how willing am I to not play by other mm-hmm. people's rules and to be rejected? Um, you know, how willing am I to be rejected? And it's like, I'm hundred percent willing to be rejected. If what they're rejecting is, is, is me and they don't want me, then they don't want me. Right. Like that's great news. Right. And it's like, and I, if I want me and I'm saying yes to me, it's because I want me. And if the people that mm-hmm. want to touch my face, want to touch my face, it's because they yeah. want to touch my face. Right. And so like being able to melt into that and, and really giving into that space and that practice of asking and just being really, I say this a lot and I'll say it again, which is like, you know, when we're talking about relationships, romantic, familial, professional, whatever, any of those things, you know, real, real boundary loving is loving someone. Yes. And mm-hmm. loving someone's no equally, you know? And, and, and a practice that I really like to offer people that we offer at camp is I offer people to, say thank you when somebody says no you say can i give you a hug and they say mm-hmm. no and you mm-hmm. say thank you right thank you you know like that that space and and learning to do that with myself and getting braver and braver about what i'm willing to hear and know about and having that be transparent and and being willing for me to really just be like this is what like i'm just going to keep i'm just going to keep saying the things i want to myself and out loud to the people in front of me and i i'm just going to keep I'm going to get lots of practice at saying thank you to whatever the answers are. And, uh, it's, it's vulnerable and it's edgy and it's um, healing. And I feel like it's healing for all of us, like all of us doing it, it's healing. And when any one of us does it, it is, it makes me think about something the Dalai Lama has said when, um, when you can't get what you want to say, thank you. and. I had to sit with that for a long time. And then it's like, it's so true because if I'm not getting what I want, then I get a really powerful opportunity to work through all that stuff that comes up in response. And me being able to witness that with love and compassion and tending to all that stuff that comes up empowers me beyond belief and strengthens me Versus if that person was like, oh, yes, sure, you know, and everything's like, la, you know, <laughs> like we learn, we learn, uh-huh, we uh-huh. truly learn when the wind is the strongest, right? You go out sailing on the ocean and if the seas are calm, you don't learn anything. Mm. So if we can look at every, every mm. aspect of our life as a blessing, especially when it's hard, then you know, there's, there really is power in that. And I, I'm feeling that the tribe, the group, like I'm feeling the collective of the people that you 
have around you and that are tuning into this podcast right now. And I'm, I'm feeling that unified field. And for us to remember that when we're going through these things and we're being met with the no, we're being met with our own internal resistance and our own internal fears, our own internal discomfort to widen the scope and to remember all, to remember your tribe, to remember this collective of people who are here in this moment, listening to this same podcast and knowing that we're not alone. We are all doing this work together and it's larger even than just this tribe, you know? And so we're so supported. We're so supported. That's such a beautiful one. We're going to, I'm going to, my closing questions, we're going to tap into that. So my second to last closing question is, um, how do you like people Mm -hmm. to find you and connect with you? And we are going to, that, um, your womb meditation will, we're going to have your bleeding meditation. We'll, we'll have a link to that. So that's one way that people can find you with that link. And how do you like, how do you like people? I like people to connect with me in whatever way makes them happy. You know, like that brings me the most joy because there's so many ways, right? There's Facebook, there's my website, um, soul-nature.com. There's email, um, And we can have all those links in the show notes, but I'm very reachable and I love to connect with people. I love to communicate. I love to help. And um, yeah, if you're inspired and you feel like you want to connect with me more and you want to ask questions or you want to share your story, I would love that genuinely. And my last question is, so this world that we're birthing, I want you to, we've done a bunch of this too today it's, it's nighttime where i am um we've done a bunch of this already and kind of in that unified field and invitation we're birthing a new reality we know peace is a real option and uh, potentiality in that which we're going for and sometimes i think of the phrase uh, if you don't know where you're going you might end up where you're headed and so to help us get clear on where are we going where do we want to go I want to invite you to paint a picture of an aspect of, of that, of that whole healed, that vision that we're bringing into being. What do you, what is it alive and well that's, that's coming mm. through that you know, that, that you know? A healthy whole society, you know, all, all of us together in one unified vision of understanding that we need each other. We need the health of the planet and we need cooperation to truly love ourselves and to truly love each other and to support our full evolutionary potential. Yeah, that would be it. You know, everybody just really loving each other and, and and like dropping the judgment, (laughs) dropping the drama, Mm -hmm. like, dropping the fear and, and just, can we meet each other in love? Awesome. 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 That's it. That's I'm in. Yes. I'm in. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. I have a couple notes for people before we totally jump off for our closing track, but I just want to say Lisa, thank you. Lisa love. Thank you. Mm, Thank you so much, Sophia. This has been enlightening and expansive and a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. That's what I like to hear. Beautiful.
Great, everybody. Thanks for listening. I just want to take this moment. We are well into August now, and I want to let you know if you are a healer who heals healers, you are ready to take your potency and your work to the next level or looking for a container. Uh, the training ground is in, is registration is open and early bird ends the end of August. So I would love to have you come journey with me. Lots more information. SophiaWiseOne.com backslash TTG and would love to just hear from you and, and see if it's a good fit and take you like space rocket, like just taking off into the world and, and doing your work the way that you are designed and destined to. I'd love to help you do that. So be in touch, look me up and I will see you in a couple weeks. Peace and love and gratitude and blessings to you and your journey. It's sacred each and every day. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. And thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sophia. (laughs) Remember, everything that we talked about in today's episodes will be in the show notes. So go there for links. For more content that you're going to love, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to this podcast. Share this episode with anybody you think you'll enjoy it and share the love with a rate or review wherever you listen. And to find out about all the mad adventures I'm up to, check me out on Instagram at SophiaWiseOne or come to my website, SophiaWiseOne.com. I am Sophia WiseOne, daughter of the wind. I am calling you to rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up and take your place. Thank you, gorgeous. I am thrilled and grateful for your support listening to this podcast. I want to invite you to come check out the Patreon. If you think this podcast is the bee's news and you're grateful that it exists, I want you to know I'm grateful that you exist. Come join the Patreon. I call it the temple. We are healing. We are musicking. We are podcasting. We are together. Come check it out. You can find it through Patreon backslash Sophia Wise One or through my website, sophiawiseone.com. Oh. <laughs> Y'all know you need to hear that though. You know. If you don't know, now you know. If you don't know. Okay. Yo, I'm so excited about Vagina Talks right now. Don't pretend like you don't know this is the best podcast you've ever listened to. Don't pretend like you don't know. You know.